Do it again. Of all the gin joints in all the towns in all the world. You're listening to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. A martini, shaken, not stirred. Don't try and church it up, son. You can't handle the truth. I am the picture that got small. Your first one's on us. Welcome to episode 84 of Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. I'm... Right now, your host, Richie Byrne, and with me for the first time, Joel Richardson. What's up? This is weird. Any any of our regulars is going, what's going on right now? <laughs> no, they, 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 they took Joel off the bench. They let him into the game. Yeah, Joel's, Joel's uh, pinch hitting. Mark Mark had a meeting he had to uh, take care of, and he, he, he'll be on later. He's a little late. He had to do well, this meeting. But, uh, Joel, you see my name? Look at my name. <laughs> Who needs Mark? Who needs Mark, yeah. baby? Oh, Joel, boy. It's a great. We had a great night tonight. We had a great show last night. Rob Bartlett was out of this world. It's great, a great guest. But I, I woke up excited for tonight, man. Oh, this super this excited. Gonna be killer. We've yeah. been really, we've been really lucky lately, man. We're getting some big, big, great, great comics, and and, and we're doing a lot here. Um, a couple of things I want to talk about before we start. Number one, uh, I'm going to talk about this one more time. Maybe a few more after this. But we lost a really good friend in the comedy world, Pete Michaels, a few weeks ago. And Pete's got a wife and, and uh, two kids. And we have a GoFundMe page for Pete. We're trying to raise $12,000. So you can find uh, go to the GoFundMe. Um, I put it together. So uh, please, anything you can give. I know it's a tough time for people. Share it. If you can't donate, share it to your friends. Just do whatever you can. Uh, it's been really time. Miss Pete, and that's really sad. Uh, but we, uh, we're here today. We have a great show. We have a great guest, Anthony Rodilla. And I, we got a we got a thing going on. We've been talking about bringing this show to the next level. Yep. How can we bring this show to the next level? And we thought, well, you know, just the talking head thing can get a little tiring after a while. Let's uh, incorporate a little little field shoot, some things, you know, whatever ideas, just little ideas. And I didn't come up with this. This was you and Mark and our producer Joey. I, I don't even know what this bit is, but apparently you guys put this whole bit together. And it's a new a new bit that we're trying out tonight, and we're gonna. It's called Shameless Promotions. Great time. Anthony. Anthony Martinetti lives in Boston, in the Italian North End, the home of Richie Byrne fans. Anthony knows a lot about Richie Byrne. Because it's something that grows you. Most days, Anthony takes his time going home. But today is Wednesday. And in the north end of Boston... Wednesday is Richie Byrne Day. Buy Burned Out on Vimeo today. Shameless promotions. Joel. Joel. I didn't no know anything about this. Come on. No no, no good? You didn't like it? I, I can't believe how much it sounded like me. <laughs> we did a couple sound bites. I, 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 just feel like, you know, I mean, should we really be promoting anything? I mean, is that the right thing to do? I mean, you know, you know, like maybe like what? Like, like God forbid, like we promoted my CD right now. How embarrassing would that be? My CD called It's About Time. You can get it at souljoel.com. Uh, uh, but we don't want to do it. We want, it. You've embarrassed me. I really think I need a moment 
So please just give me a moment to reflect. And I just can't be seen right now. T-shirts, $20. But anyway. Yeah. All right, let's bring out our guest. I thought it was funny. I, I loved it. I, I can't wait to post that on social media, Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, all over the internet. When you're, you're not going to see it. I won't see it because I can't figure out. Speaking of internet, we have the internet king here, man. We got this guy rocks the internet. He is the complete opposite of Richie Byrne. He knows how to sell. He knows what he's doing. He's very funny. Uh, and we have a clip of what he does on internet right now. So let's watch that clip. Hey, what's going on, Zia? It's Anthony. Hi, Anthony. What's you going on? Nothing much. I just wanted to call to see if you guys are okay. If we're okay? Why? What's the matter? What's the matter? I don't know. Something called the coronavirus going around. So I wanted to make sure you and Uncle Vinny were all right. Oh, Anthony, we're fine. If I get the coronavirus, I'll make a little bit of pastina and I'll be okay. No worry about it. Pastina? Oh. Okay, well, maybe someone should call the CDC and tell them all they need to do is make pastina. Anthony, pastina works for everything. Don't you never forget. Matt, I'll make sure I never forget. What's Uncle Vinny doing? Ah, he's okay. He's keeping himself in the basement. Hold on, I'll pass him the phone. Hey, your nephew want to talk to you. Oh, hold on. No move, no move. What's the matter? Nobody telling you about social distance? I got to keep my space safe. Nothing. You stay six feet away. That way you cannot put me six feet on the ground. How you want to talk to your nephew? You want to throw the phone? No, you're not going to throw the phone. Just put inside the basket and that's it. Anthony, your uncle need help. He sit over here with his shirt that say Corona Extra. Why, that's normal. He's wearing what? Hey, Rimbambi, that's your phone. Hey, thank you very much. Now you can go up the stairs and let me enjoy my Corona teen. My days is something really wrong with you. Okay. Okay. Hello. Uncle Vinny, why are you wearing a Corona Extra shirt? Because I want to make everybody aware, okay? How are you going to make people aware? You're quarantined inside your house. Why you call just to bust my chops? No, I actually called to see if you both were okay and if you needed anything. Oh, now you want to see if I'm okay and if I need help because of the coronavirus. But you don't call to see if I need help with the garden, and you know I got a bad back. You don't call to see if I need help cut the grass, and you know I got a bad leg. And you never ask me if I need help to cut the hedge, and you know I got a very bad arthritis. All right, Uncle Vinny, I got it. I understand. I'll call and check up on you more often. Don't worry about it. If you want to make sure I'm okay, just check the newspaper every morning and making sure my name is not in the dictionary. Dictionary? Under what word? Immigrant? The word you're looking for is obituary. Oh, now you think you're a professor because you homeschool your daughter. I'm sorry. Please check it to see if my name is in the bitches Harry. Oh, my God. Not the bitches Harry. Obituary. Well, if you understand what I say, why are you going to break my balls? There you go. <laughs> Richie, I, I got to tell you something, man. For all the years I've been in this business, I got I, I got my master's in, in uh, at Wagner. I consider myself a great marketer. This guy is an unbelievable marketer. We did a show in Lakeland, Florida, halfway between Tampa and Orlando. Called up his agent. Anthony's like, I'll do it. Sold it out. 
sold it out. But I want to, I want him to tell the story because there's a great story behind it. Funny comedian too. Let's get him out of here. How about it? Give it up for the one, the only Anthony Rodia, people. Yeah. What's up, What's up brother? What's How up? are you? Good. I'm in quarantine. Great. You're in quarantine. You're holding up. Yeah. You know what the good thing is, though. I just realized this. This is like my seventh podcast I'm on in the last two weeks. And when I look for something to wear, like I've got underwear on right now. <laughs> Wait, no, nothing you else. Know, with the upper body. It's yeah, it. Like, yeah. You, you just need seven shirts. No I'm pants. In, I'm, in my, I'm in my closet. I'm like, what shirt should I wear? Should I wear a hoodie? I'll be in the basement. <laughs> my wife said, well, what pants are you going to wear? I'm like, what the fuck I need pants for? I don't even have underwear on. So. <laughs> <laughs> God do, you, do, you, do you remember the Florida story? Yeah, my kid came early. Yeah, you called me up and you're like, what's the worst thing that could have happened right now? And I'm yeah. thinking and something tragic. Yeah, I go, hey, Joel. Um, he goes, hey, man, we sold out tomorrow. I go, yeah, about that. Um, <laughs> my wife's water broke three weeks early. He goes, oh. I go, yeah, we're going to have to reschedule. And it ended up selling more tickets. Yeah, and I'm selling more tickets, and it sold out. All your fans. There was only a couple of like, uh, I guess, snowbirds that were yeah. in Florida that they weekend. That could... They caught me at a show in New York. Yeah, now, you know what's funny, Anthony, is you and I did our last show together. Yes, on March 15th at Governor's in Long here yep. in Long Island. Yeah, and uh, I was watching you, and you talked about that, and I didn't realize it was Joel that you. You, oh, did, really? you talked about it on stage. Oh, it was a I mean, I, I talk about everything on stage, man. Like if something like I might have too much material after this quarantine and I might not have a family that wants anything to do with me. Oh, boy. It, I, I talk about it a lot on stage because I rushed around. Um, everyone was like, you're going to be fine. My mom's like, you're going to be fine. I could be hanging off a, of a cliff with no harness. And my mom, you'll be fine. <laughs> you'll be fine. So mine's, mine's the opposite. Mine's like, you're not gonna make it. You're not. <laughs> when you want the good news, that's I, when they tell you you're screwed. I told you not to go. I told I you. Ended up, I ended up missing my son's birth. Ah. Uh, and the gig. I'm screwed though. I'm screwed. Right? I mean, the, the gig we made up for. We we uh, I think I came. What I come down two weeks later. Yeah, we rescheduled uh, okay. for two weeks later, and he went down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, we rescheduled it. And. Uh, she, I mean, she brings it up every fucking chance she can get. <laughs> Where are you going now? I said, I got to go in the basement. I got to jump on a podcast at 8 o'clock. She goes, it's amazing the things you miss and the things you don't miss. I go, you bring it up now? We're in quarantine. Wait, but you were just sharing the story off the air about how, how your daughter's trying to steal your thunder now. She's comparing herself to the views you yeah, get. So, like you guys are talking about my marketing. I, I'm addicted to this. Like I look yeah. at numbers. I run my analytics every week. I go over my numbers. I see where I'm trending at. Like I've realized that on Facebook you can. So let's say you get like a rise in exposure and your numbers start shooting. Like I was averaging, I think a million, um, a million reaches a week. So uh, a reach is just basically popping up on someone's uh, feed. Right. So averaging a million. It shot up to 6 million, wow. but then it goes, you have to expect it to go back down and then it rises back up. If you keep pushing it, you got to push it because that second wave can go even higher. So to give you an idea, when we did the show at governor's at March 15th, right. I had 146,000 followers on Facebook. And I was telling you about how, how much exposure I was getting right, right, right. everyone's home. We just hit 408,000 this morning. What? 408,000. It's crazy. My, my following has quadrupled in the last week and in the last month and a half. So I look at all my numbers. So on Instagram, 
And if you look at Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube, you're going to grow at a different rate because you have a different clientele and a different um, variety of people, different age demographic. Ages, yeah. So Instagram, I average, let's let's say 7,000 to 10,000 views an hour on, a, on one of my posts. I post this little shit for 13 seconds, switching clothes. And... I have 10,000 views in like 26 minutes. I'm like, she's like, daddy, how's the video doing? I'm like, back, back the fuck up. <laughs> my video. Okay. Get off my account. Okay. Stealing daddy's thunder. This is all I have left. This is all I have. Gabriella. My fans appreciate me. No, everyone. And then I shot the special with no audience at governors. Everyone's like, how hard was it to talk with no one laughing? I go, I felt like I was home. <laughs> <laughs> I was in my living room performing I've been rehearsing that for many years now. Oh, yeah. I'm, 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 uh, that Goomba Johnny asked me, he was like, how are you so like comfortable up there, man? That was awkward. I'm like, this is me every day. <laughs> <laughs> my wife and my daughter staring at me and my son drooling on the side. Poor kids. So you, you had a special pre, pre-arranged and it happened mm. to be during the quarantine and you went you went oh, through with it and no, shot no. it? Um, a lot of my shows got me. We were, we were on fire, man. We had – yeah. I, over 135 shows planned for 2020, and we were already booked until like October before this thing hit. Um, April was going to be my biggest month. I think we had 26 shows for April. It was insane. Wow, all 30 over, days. All, wow, all over. Wow. And um, this hit obviously, and a lot of my fans that were seeing me for the first time because we were hitting new areas in the country. Yeah. Um, you know, listen, I, I don't care how big this gets. I always tell my fans, I'll still, I stay up till five o'clock in the morning answering people back emails. So I, my first thought were my fans. I felt horrible. So I said, you know what? If there's a way for me to do a show, um, it's on Vimeo On Demand. And get obviously the people that I worked with, you know, pay them so they have some income because all of us in the entertainment business are out. I mean, I do this full time now. And give back. So we worked with a charity called Be Strong for Bethany Frankel. So everyone was like, well, what the hell are you going to do? You can't bring it. First, we were going to have 50 people. Then it started getting really bad. So I called yeah. my agent. I said, let's just fucking do no audience. And he goes, how are you going to do no audience? What about the timing, the feedback? I go, dude, I'm talking into a camera every day, dressed in a house dress. I'm fine. <laughs> and uh, we did it. And thank God, man, the feedback is beyond what I thought. I, I thought people, a lot of times you have those people that need other people to laugh for them to laugh. Like right. my dad. My dad, oh, wow, things are just popping up. How do you guys do that with the comments? We, buddy, buddy, you do the marketing. We'll do the video display. Don't worry. Yeah, no, that's, that's great. I love you guys too. Thank you. Wow. I would, love, I would love to tell you how we do it, but I have no fucking clue. <laughs> All right. I have to you guys could show me that, and I'll and then I'll, I'll I'll give you a little couple tips on marketing. It's that's actually easy. That shit's hell. That's great. Now I'm just gonna. Now I'm gonna sit here like a kid with ADD and just read all the. Time. <laughs> Uh, but no, so, so long story short, we ended up taking the shot. Um, we 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 just hit, I think, um, I don't know, I think a thousand purchases in the last uh, week and a half, and we've got some marketing behind it coming up. Word of mouth is going to spread. We were going to do it for a week. Now I'm leaving it on Vimeo for a month, and hopefully, you know, hopefully we can make some money, and I can give you know a decent check to uh, Bethany Frankel from Be Strong. Well, that's great. That's really yeah. great, man. That's now explain something to me because I've I've probably. Watch more Anthony Rodia in the last two weeks. I apologize. Than anybody. And um, where'd you come up with this? I mean, mm. it, it's so brilliant, man. Uh, My brain is such a dark place. <laughs> Some of the things I think of, I actually laugh when I put it like, 
I'll have a, I'll be in bed at three o'clock in the morning and I can't sleep. And I think about something and I get up, I run downstairs. And then, you know, the next day my wife's like, well, what were you doing at four o'clock in the morning? I was like, I was sketching an idea down and I just put it on video. So the characters actually, um, Uncle Vinny started. I never knew it was, it was going to be a Zia Lucia, but Uncle Vinny started. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Helen Venuta from Chicago. I love Helen. Um, so I was in a weight loss competition with my cousin Frankie and he made a video. We started going back and forth and we were badgering each other. We were just breaking balls, which will, you know, a big families. I have a huge family. That's what we do. So he was making videos about me. I was making videos about him. So I went on uh, Snapchat and I saw this filter. I started laughing as I was doing the filter and I made believe I was an uncle Vincenzo. Okay. And I posted it on my personal page. I don't even have a page, a comedy page. And people were like losing their shit. So my sister said, um, why don't you make a page for this character? I said, it's not a character. It's me with a filter. She goes, just do it. Then I started doing road rage videos and it started picking up. And I, I, one night I'm, I'm home and I'm like, I'm going to turn this into like a character that everybody can relate to. And it did, it did take a while for people to get used to the filter because your first instinct when you're watching this is, you know, what the hell is this? Why the big mouth? Why the big eyes? Then you realize it's just a way for me to distinguish myself from my character. Rather right. than doing what everybody does and just dress up myself, I wanted to add a filter. Then I got tired of it. And, uh, you know, I mean, listen, Richie, you've been in the business a long time. You get into these moods where even if something's working, you feel like you've been doing it where you yeah. just want to pull the plug. Yeah. So I wanted to. And all of a sudden, one day I wake up, the filter's gone on Snapchat. I said, this is great. I can just blame it on that. Snapchat emailed me and said, hey, we got wind of your character. We emailed you the lens so you can use it for the rest of your life. I go, fuck, Snapchat, you sons of bitches. I want to have funeral Fridays. Right? Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. You wanted to bury that character. That's oh. how I got Joel. He wouldn't go away. Well, listen, that's how things become permanent. But uh, I started with Zia Lucia. Um, then and I wrote like a brother. Are they based on, on real family members? Do you really have Uncle Vinny's my dad. Okay. Yeah, well, okay. and then okay. is a mix of like between my aunts, my friends' aunts, um, and any like sixty different Italian. Right, women. right. Well, my aunts will call me. Like I have a senile aunt that everybody knows that that that's part of Zia Lucia. But like you know, hey Anthony, can I ask you a question? I'm like, yeah, what's up? This is Zia Lucia bullshit. This is to me. It's to me. I said, no, I have the same house dress. Seriously. <laughs> And then none of my relatives want to talk to me because they think I'm going to use it in my act. And then my dad, I'm in Governor's, and I announce it for the first time with him there. He starts crying. I go, yeah, my dad's in the audience. I said, and my dad doesn't even know. Uncle Vinny is based after him. He stands up like he was on a parade float at the time. Of the he goes, thank you. I want to thank my son for making this opportunity. I go, shut the f Sit down. <laughs> opportunity. Sit down. Now he takes me down. He calls me every, every day. And you know what? Uh, this is getting bigger. You got to give your father novelties. I said, well, first of all, it's royalties, and I'm not giving you shit. <laughs> well, you, you know what's funny is people always think that your act is only going to sell out in Italian American places, but wow. you've proven that wrong just with my shows alone. Yeah. But, but also, uh, Joey St. John, our producer behind the scenes, he said his mom and his grandmom and his aunts couldn't wait to watch, and they're Portuguese. I think. You relate to any family members that have first or second generation no, uh, immigrants. And I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't expect that. I thought when I got into this, um, I did comedy 15 years ago, but I did like open mics here and there. 
I didn't yeah. do it on this type of scale. And when I got into this, I, it was two years ago. I was in, uh, I was watching Deadpool uh, with my manager Dom, and we walk out, and he's like, "What's the matter?" I'm like, "Dude, did you see how that theater was laughing? I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get back to doing that to people." I said, "You understand what a rush it is um, to make that many people laugh." So he goes, "What do you want? You stand up?" I said, "Yeah, I've done it before." I said, "Listen, I said, stand up is just having the ability to gather everything together and present it." where you can present it in a form that everybody that's watching you that doesn't know you can relate to. It's just sucking people into a story. That's all right. it is. And um, I, I said, I'm going to attack the Italian audience. And we did our research and, you know, we realized in this country alone is 18 million Italians and you have Canada, Australia. So he goes, well, listen, if you can get a percentage of that, let's say you got a million Italians. So I'm basing it off of Italians. But then I realized it's not Italian comedy. It's old school, off the boat immigrant comedy. That's why now they start labeling me the king of off-the-boat comedy because you've got – I get Greeks that come to my show, Spanish people, uh, Argentinian, Portuguese, Russian. It's so many similarities. It's like when they have that immigrant mentality, you're not just Italian anymore. You're coming you're, – you're from an immigrant family. It's that immigrant upbringing. Right. You know, the guilt trips that they give you. Um, you know, my father's, my father's uh, security post was the couch when I went out. And I would walk, I'd walk in the house, he'd be on the couch and they'd ask every, every off the boat immigrant family, you walk in the house, you were supposed to be home at 11 and you came home at 12. Oh, you have any idea what time it is? <laughs> yes, dad. Cause if it was any earlier, I'd fucking still be out. You have <laughs> a lot of nerve. When I, when I die, I want to come back as you, you piece of shit. And that was like, like words of endearment. Now you can't even talk to your kids like that. No, I so know. You're right. Spreading to it's becoming an old school type of comedy where it's not just Italian. That's it's nice to see how many people relate to it. No, uh, yeah, I mean, I just think comedy in general is about finding the negative and something everybody can agree on. Somebody can, yeah. everybody go like like I do a lot of my family, and people always come up and go, "It's like you were at my Thanksgiving, you know, dinner." <laughs> you know, the best comedy you can get as a comedian. What? Yeah, the best yeah. compliment you can get as a comedian. Yeah, I, I, it's just people want to relate and can relate, and that's I think that's what's so great about what you're doing. You know, everybody, yeah. like you're talking about immigrants, and that's true. But like, you know, the guilt trip. Like I watched a few. Like your aunt is giving you a guilt trip, and your uncle's giving you a guilt trip, and, and I'm I'm going that that's my mother. You know, that's my yeah. that's, my father so, gives me guilt trips now. We're in quarantine. Yeah, he goes, hey, uh, am I ever going to see my grandkids? My grandkid was born January 4, and I saw him once. <laughs> right after we were in quarantine, and you are diabetic. What's my sugar level got to do with my time with my grandson? <laughs> Everything. Everything. Then they start now, are you sick? No. Then I'm just going to drive from my, my house to your house. I'm going to get out of my truck into your house. If I'm going to infect, who the hell am I going to infect? I think you use quarantine. It's a bullshit excuse. And fuck you. Part of my French language English. Click. <laughs> I go, what the fuck was that? And they'll call me the next day like nothing happened. I'm like, yeah, what's up, Dad? Hey, what's going on? You want to apologize? For what? I'm not, never mind. Never mind. How are you? You good? Everyone deals with no, it. When you, when you do a video, do you do you say I have to do a certain amount of videos a week, or do you just no. go? I feel one. I'm. I got an idea. Let me run with it. Is um, there a to put it on? Is there a, a specific, or you just run with it and go and make them when when you make them and boom? 
So, all right. So I'm going to let, I'm going to let you guys in on something that nobody knows. Like people think I have like a, a line of videos that I've made and I preload them or whatever. Um, I I'm, I'm very big under pressure. I, I, I tend to put pressure on myself because I feel like some, I mean, it's not probably good for my health, but I excel well under pressure. So what I do is I'll be laying down in the morning and I'll think of something funny and I'll go, huh, Zia Lucia could threaten to kill Uncle Vinny. And then I put up the title at 12 o'clock and I've done this recently. Usually I just do videos like three times a week. Now with the quarantine, I'm, I'm, I'm forcing myself once a day, once a day, once a day. So I'll come up with an idea. Okay, Uncle Vinny and, and, and Zia Lucia are going to get into an argument. This is what the premise is going to be. I create a title for the video and I post it at 12 o'clock. Video coming at 7 o'clock. I don't even have a fucking video sketch. Wow. So I'm sitting there now and my wife is like, why do you do this to yourself? And at three o'clock, I'm like, I don't have anything to go on. Oh my gosh. And, and it'll force me to sit down and pump out ideas. And I do that every single day. Wow. Yeah. So you put the pressure on yourself. That's yeah. kind of brilliant. It really is. It's, it's like, it's, it's brilliant and psychotic at the same time. Yeah. yeah. You know? People are always like, don't believe what you write on Facebook. You're like, I put it on Facebook, so now I got to do it. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. And then and then I get people, the funniest, where's the video, dude, It's 713? I go, where are your hobbies? What the hell do you have to do? But you have They're, somewhere to go? Yeah. They thought there was a glitch in the system. They, they missed the big premiere. Oh, they'll bug out. I love it. But it's, um, it's crazy. You everything yourself. I, have, I shoot all my videos myself. I'm every single character in my videos. I'm going to try to roll out some other characters. Um, there's going to be um, <laughs> Uncle Vinny has a son named Fabrizio, who's gay. And uh, he has a daughter, Maria. And, you know, and listen, I push the envelope. And it's not that I'm going to offend gay people. But, you listen, there is, in an Italian household, in an old school household, there, you, you, I've never seen more ball breaking, but it's all out of love. Like I have a gay cousin, I have gay friends. They're they're Italian, but their parents break their balls. My friend of mine's gay. He walks, he goes to his dad's house, and his dad, the first thing out of his mouth, he goes, "Hey, what's up, pop?" He goes, "Hey, what's up? I have any sausage today?" <laughs> <laughs> and he fuck, and he laughs his ass off, and it's the funniest thing. But if you're not accustomed to that type of of upbringing, you get offended. So now, right now, I'm in the process of getting attacked by people from the deaf community and the gay community oh. because I made a, a video of Uncle Vinny at a press conference and Zia Lucia in a little window doing sign language, but the sign language has nothing to do with what he's saying. That just had something to go on with the fact that Italians talk. Italians use their hands. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Like he's talking and she's like, like, I, I, I'm like, that's disgusting. Take that video down. I'm deaf. Well, how the fuck did you hear what I was saying in the video then? Yeah. I go, what, what, what am I going to start getting attacked by the blind community? Well, you know, like how you look on camera. What, what did someone describe me? I, so there's going to be negativity and everything. But, dude, I push the envelope, man, because I will never tiptoe around comedy. The day I have to tiptoe around comedy is the day I stop doing comedy because guys like me and, and you guys – People don't understand what we do. We allow you to escape whatever you're going through emotionally, mentally, personally, and you get to forget about that for the time that you're laughing. There's no one that's ever laughed in a bad mood. Right. I, 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 learned, a, I learned this years ago, too. When, when you have a big audience, and, and now that you've even quadrupled your, your fan base, it's impossible to make 100% of the people happy. Yeah, you're going to have that percentage of people. 
That's my, that's my saying. You'll never make 100% of the people happy 100% of the time. And the bigger you get, the more haters you're going to get. Like I get people now. Here's my new thing that I do on Facebook. If somebody puts a comment and says, I didn't like this video, that's fine. That's an opinion. I didn't, I didn't find this video funny. That's fine. But to say this guy is not talented, this guy is not funny, these are the dumbest things I've ever seen. What are you guys laughing at? I've got videos in the millions. You think it's them? You don't well, think it be you? Listen, it was <laughs> Anthony, it was two in the morning and I was drunk and I would I wrote those and Rich you three names then, Rich. It's, it's <laughs> now let, let me just say, because the other thing that I find I've noticed is you can be a great singer and people will go see you sing and they go, Wow, that's a real talent. I wish I had that. You can be a great dancer and people go see you dance, they go. Wow, I wish I had that talent. No one knows they don't have a sense of humor. Right. Everybody thinks they do. And right. there are people out there who literally don't have a sense of humor. And it's right. not their fault right. that right. when you see something, they go, I don't get it. Therefore, I'm offended. And, and that's and, and, a big part of it, too. 100%. And I'm a firm believer that, you know, I think you live in a bubble if you tend to, like, everyone's like, don't pay attention to it. Well, if you're only going to pay attention to the positive stuff, then you're, you're kind of you're kind of shortcutting life. You have to pay attention to the negative. So I do give people attention that shouldn't have the attention. But what I do now is if they make a comment like like one guy put um, this guy's a human recycling bin. How many how many of the same sketches can he do? I'm like, dude, if you're gonna come at me, come at me. Tell me I have a big head. Tell me I'm short. Tell me my eyebrows look like fucking caterpillars right now. <laughs> but to say I come up with the same sketch, I have over 500 videos. So when when someone puts something ignorant now from now on. I give them the platform they want. I take their, their comment, I screenshot it, and I post it in front of 400,000 and, and 400, of my fans, and I let them eat the fucking guy up. And they all email me, and he'll go, dude, can you take the fucking thing off? I got 700 messages in my inbox. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, you thought they were idiots for laughing at me. How does it feel, dipshit? That's a great wow. idea. You, you know dude, I, I thought you, I had minions. You, you got, got minions. ratio also, like, I have 406,000 um, followers on Facebook. I I would have to say, I like the big videos, like in the millions, you, you're looking at probably six to 8,000 comments. So let's call it 30 to 50,000 comments a week. I only get like 30 bad ones. Right. I'll take that ratio all day. I laugh at it, but you got to see me. I'll read a thousand comments, right? You're hilarious. I love the video. I love, you know, you bring it back memories. My parents laugh. I'm all, all positive. I get the one guy that goes, you suck. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I punch yeah. it on him. I'm that's like, the one that sends you over the edge. Oh my God. He's like, dude, ignore it. I'm like, this son of a bitch. What? And here's the problem. And, and my manager, Dom, told me this a couple of days ago. And Goomba tells me this all the time. I always speak up. I can't bite my tongue. Here's the problem with people like that, though. You're not, you're not going to convince anyone like that. You can't reason with stupid. And some people are just stupid. I did a live last night. I said, people just suck. And they do. You have people out there that will find the negative in everything. They'll stare at a rainbow and go, that's ah, like, that's too many colors. <laughs> rainbow. And it's just, you can't, you're not going to convince them. And people that are level-headed, they try to convince someone that's not. And you're, you're up against a brick wall, but I'll still do it. I'll probably argue with someone tomorrow on Facebook. Yeah. Well, you're also an accomplished comedian and you go out all the time and like we were talking about it earlier, and we have a clip. Can we look at the clip of? Uh, yeah, yeah, play it. So we, I think we have a healthy sex life. It's just you're so goddamn tired. 
Like, we, have, we had sex the other night. She, lo she looked at me like 15 minutes after. She's like, did we even kiss? I, I don't even remember, did we? Like, you remember when you were younger? You used to get naked together, hold each other. I could feel your heartbeat. You used to go down on her. She went down on you. Came back up. Get up here. Get up. I can't handle it anymore. My toes are curling. Get up here. You used to contribute like nine minutes to each position, right? She used to actually get on top where you didn't have to move her yourself like a fucking pulley system, right? My wife gets on top now. She, she blames me. Why'd you put me up here? Now, did, how long have you been married? Uh, six, going on six years. Six years and two kids. Yeah. Wow. And uh, is 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 it hard to leave? Is it hard to go on the road, or is are you? you know? <laughs> this is <laughs> this is how you know quarantine is setting in. You just said, "Is it hard to leave?" And my process was. I could probably leave my wife if I had to. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I believe that was taken a little out of context. Oh, boy. Did you not see? I, I want to watch this back because when you said that, I, like, jumped at the mic. I'll leave the bitch. And you were like, is it hard to leave? And I'm like, no. And you're like, I'm the like, oh. My bags are packed right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. I do shows. Yeah, no, I miss my kids. Um, yeah, no, listen, <laughs> listen, I always say it, man. I, I wasn't a comedian when my wife met me. I was always funny. I always made people laugh. Her, her, her and her mom used to tell me all the time, what's their catch? Why are you always in a good mood? I'm like, I'm, I'm alive. Like, how bad can it be? It's always worse. You know what I mean? I mean, my, 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 my whole life wasn't all ups, um, but it's how you look at it. Um, but I always say she, she didn't sign up to be married to a comedian. No, God bless yeah. her because I, I've seen that where comics meet a woman and before they're in the business or, yeah. or, or a female and and that that's not fair to them because right. when you know when someone comes into your life and that's already your life correct they sign up that's different that. that's different you know? it's up. and I, you know? I have a lot of respect for those that go yeah man this is your dream go do it you know? right, let's, not, let's not you know ramp up my life <laughs> 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 okay, take it easy. Cut, it his, easy. Mic, cut his mic off. Cut his mic off. Easy. Mute this motherfucker. <laughs> uh, no, no. So I, I tell her. She listen. I was in finance. Um, I, I, I almost lost my marriage. She, she threatened to leave me when I want. When I, I was gonna. I gave up my job. I'm the only one that works in the house. I, I had a great job. Um, and I gave it up to do comedy. And my thought process behind it was, well, if I'm rising at this pace and I'm only giving it thirty percent. It's only got to go higher and quicker and, and, and bigger if I give it 110%. I don't have that ability because I'm working. So when I left, she was scared shitless. Everybody was scared shitless. Um, obviously, thank God, you know, knock on wood. I mean, I'm, I'm always something wooden, fucking Italian. I would have granted. Um, it worked out. But going on the road, that was something I wasn't used to because I wasn't on the road when I was working. Right. So, you know, then I started getting, you know, where me and Johnny were. We're on the road for, you know, from Sunday to Sunday. We had one one uh, um, run of shows. Sunday was Chicago. Um, flew into Florida on Monday. This was the last trip that we went on before all this. 
Uh, Sunday was, I'm sorry, Friday night was uh, Father's Place in Long Island, two shows. Saturday night was in Mayapak, one show. Sunday night was in Chicago. Um, we had like 780 people at the Arcata Theater. Love my Chicago fans. Um, then we flew to Florida on Monday, had a show in Boca on Tuesday, West Palm on Wednesday, um, Rhode Island on Thursday, Jersey on Friday, and back in Mayapak on Saturday, and back in Mayapak on Sunday. Wow. So when a couple weeks prior, I was gone again for a week. That's tough. I think that's tougher on me. I think I think it's great for my wife because she's a she's a person of routine. She likes to be home and do her own thing with the kids and stuff. Um, it was tough on me, man. There was a couple nights when and people listen. We have fun when we're on the road. I love performing. It's it's amazing to see how how far this is spreading. You know, like Lakeland. I mean, to see that many people come out in Florida. For me, in, in, in the middle of nowhere, Florida. Right. I mean, it's halfway between Tampa and Orlando. Correct. Right. Oh, and to answer your question, uh, whoever that was, I was in Poughkeepsie. I'll be back. Um, but <laughs> it's I. I everyone's like, oh, you you must have a great time. And then when I get home, you're dead. You're dead tired because you don't sleep. Your brain's always going. You, you're you're performing at night. You're trying to do something in the daytime. And there were nights where I was laying down. I'm like, fuck, man, I miss my kids. Yeah. 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 And my wife. But I miss my kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, was, I always people uh, don't understand that it's not a physically exhausting job. You're not. It's not like construction, but no. it's mentally exhausting because you're putting out all that energy on stage, and then afterwards you're doing the meet and greets, and, and you sit there and stay and, and hang out and talk to people, and, and that takes a toll on you mentally. And I and I made a, um, a a deal with myself, an agreement with myself that every single show I'm going to do a meet and greet, and I did that when my shows were you know 100 people, 200 people. We did Chicago, seven hundred eighty people. We we're having, you know, we have, uh, we've got um, uh, Foxwoods. We had Foxwoods for April fourth. They got rescheduled for August. And my my agent's like, dude, fourteen hundred people. You're not doing a free meet and greet for everybody. So now what, what happens is these theaters are like, you have to charge. You have to charge to cut down the line. What do you want to charge? So I said twenty five bucks, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give them like a signed picture. They're like, no, no, do a hundred. I'm not charging these people hundred dollars to fucking take a picture with me. Well, who am I, fucking Popo Chicha? I'm, I'm a comedian. I'm not Santa Claus. You pay $100 for Santa Claus. It's once a year. No, I said $25, $30, whatever. I give them a picture sign. They get to take a picture of me. And you can't, I, I can't, listen, if the day comes where I'm charging $100 for a picture, come up to me and kick me in the balls. Swift kick like you're kicking a 60-yard field goal. Because I, I can't, listen, they spend, they spend money on tickets. They support you know, you got comedians out there, $150 for meet and greet, $700 for tickets. Dude, you're making people laugh. You're not fucking curing cancer. Right. Like, yes, there's a premium to, to sit close. And, and like, my tickets are going up a little bit. But $700 for tickets to make people laugh? Come on, man. So uh, I'll always do meet and greets. But, you know, it's... I, don't and know I, mean, how I mean, unfortunately, that is the shame of it. You don't want to do... You have to charge or else you'd have to shake 1,400 people's hands and... And so what, what are you going to do, right? When I mean, you have, when you have a, a strong Italian based audience, everyone has a story, the funniest story in the world. I know. You'll, you'll never get to the second show. And I'm like, like, I'll tell people now I'm, I'm like, I don't care. I'm like, dude, listen, I don't give a shit about the super side. Your uncle snuck in from the airport in 75. I have a line behind you. Yeah. Okay. Like, I don't give a shit. I paid too. You paid for the ticket. And you paid for a meet and greet. You didn't pay for story time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bro, come on, Vito. <laughs> you know Mario, one of them. 
This is not a joke pitch. Do you ever think exactly? Do you ever think about? uh, I I know you kind of touched on this with new characters, but do you ever think about doing videos that aren't about the aunt and uncle, like a totally different character, or or? I I would do a different character. Um, I know I saw you just talking, and and you know what? It was funny because you got me thinking. You were talking about watching Titanic. Yeah. And I hate that fucking movie. So I mean. And and I, I I was laughing because for me it's Armageddon. Remember the movie Armageddon? Armageddon yeah. was the stupidest. In other words, what they were saying was astronauts weren't smart enough how to learn how to drill a hole. Right. Guys who drill a hole could go into space and save the fucking That's world. Basically, what the movie was about. Yeah, it was the dumbest premise I ever heard. And so how we- do you kill off Bruce Willis, dude? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. My other favorite part of Armageddon was in the opening. Bruce Willis is chasing Ben Affleck with a gun on an oil rig. Right. And, he, and he's shooting at him. And the, the right. bullets are hitting off metal and people are done. And then one of the one of the pumps blows up because Ben Affleck made the pressure too high. Yes. And Bruce Willis turns to Ben, ben Affleck and goes, you could have killed somebody. Then I'm like, dude, you would just shoot yeah. a fucking gun. Yeah. No, none, none of that shit on that rig was flammable. <laughs> right, right. And Titanic, it, it's like, I always, like you were saying, why she wouldn't let him on the on the – the uh, door. Yeah. But, but I was always like, how much colder is it in the water than on that fucking thing? Like, why Why was she Look, so snug and he was freezing to death? He, technically, it, it, listen, <laughs> I don't want to start getting scientific, <laughs> but if you're outside and it's fucking 10 degrees, it is not 10 degrees in that water. That water has to at least be 33 because 32 is freezing. So you would be laying on ice. So this fat, selfish broad is on a door, <laughs> and she's living, and it's 10 degrees out. This guy's on the water. It's got to be at least 40, 50. I mean, so, how is he dead? <laughs> I mean, she couldn't even blow the whistle. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, hey. And then she looks at him, and she goes, I'll never let you go, Jack. All of a sudden, survivor. i got to let you go, Jack. That was quick. <laughs> I'm back and bury him. Jesus. And after all <laughs> that, so, I think she's selfish and all that. Now she wants to make up for it by throwing a $10 billion gem into the ocean. Into the ocean. Like, selfish yeah. stupid, Rose. I hated her as a young woman, and I hated her as a geriatric. I hated her. Anthony, I, I don't know if you want to tell this story, but uh, the first time that you did a show for us, uh, you actually, Richie was on the show with you at the Valley oh. Forge Casino. Yeah. You, you tell that joke, and you probably don't even tell the joke anymore, but uh, someone actually after the show came up and at, accused you of being racist when you <laughs> never actually said the word. You were saying uh, Ni- Niagara, Niagara I, I Falls. That you asked me if I might not even want to tell the story. I basically just admitted that I leave my wife. So everything's an open book. Um, <laughs> it can't get any worse than that. Dude, I'm still shocked. I'm watching this back. As yeah. soon as Richie said, he was like, let me ask you, it's got to be, is it hard to leave? I'm like, no, no. oh, on shows? Yeah, no, could be. Um, yeah, so all right, so to let everybody know, we did a show at the vault, um, great crowd at the vault, and in, in, uh, it was in Philly, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, King of Prussia, yeah. yep. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I got abused for mispronouncing. I thought we were going to like fucking India or somewhere, Egypt. Um, so everyone's like, it's King of Prussia. I'm like, King of Prussia. So after the show, I do this bit, and I do it once, I still do it, where my father cannot pronounce Niagara. He can't pronounce it. So he was going to Niagara 
and I'm in the car with a couple of friends, and I answer on Bluetooth, and my father goes, Ew, if you need me, call my cellular mobile. I go, cellular is mobile. You don't have to say cellular and mobile. Yeah, call <laughs> me. I'm going away for the weekend. And I said, where are you going? And he said, uh, I'm going to go to Canada. I want to look at the Negro Falls. And I almost fucking crashed. So I said that joke. And I also said a joke where I, I talk about how Italian ants are at weddings. They, they abuse the black sheep of the family. So you had like a, um, one of my, one of my cousin, uh, a friend of mine, whatever, his cousin uh, was dating, you know, a black guy and took him to there. And I'm like, well, I don't care, but that old school people, they're against that. So, right. you know, hey, hello. Oh, who's this? And then you look just like a Denzel Washington. The lady approached me. It was at the meet and greet. Everyone was lined up to, to come up and say hi and whatever. 55, 60 year old black woman comes up to me. She goes, hey, right in my face. I'm like, what's up? <laughs> and she goes, uh, change your shit. I go, shit. I said, you didn't like the show? I did until you got racist. And one thing, if you ever want to piss me off, throw a fucking card at me that doesn't apply. Like, throw a card at me. Like, I, So I said to her, I go, ma'am, I said, and I made a joke, and she didn't take it as a fucking joke. I go, racist? I have like 12 and a half black friends. <laughs> Apparently wasn't the right time to say that. Yeah. You know, if, you, if anyone knows how many black friends they have, they yeah. are racist as shit. If you're right. like, hey, do me a favor. If you meet another black guy, you got to tell him he's got to wait to get in. We're already at 12. I'm like, on the quota. We're there. So I said that. I go, man, I'm not racist. I have 12 and a half black friends. She goes, I ain't that some shit. I'm like, I'm like, what was racist? So she goes, my my son is getting married tomorrow to that girl right there. And now she, you just ruined her wedding day. And I look over and the girl's white. And I said, ma'am, I said, if the person is racist, if there's anyone racist in this conversation, I said, let me call you out on your bullshit. It's you. You can't swallow the fact that your black son is marrying a white woman. Wow. And I've never wow. seen a black woman get pale. And this other black woman walked up. And she watched the show and she goes, ma'am, do me a favor. Don't throw around the race card because when we need it, we can't use it because of people like you. And this was coming from another black woman. Right. She wow. Goes, oh, shit. She goes, don't fucking ruin his thunder right now. He's having a good time meeting his fans. And she walked away. Now, yes, I thought I was going to get shot, but I made it out and I drove home. Um, but I listen, you, you can't. Are there racist comics out there? I'm sure there are. But if you don't push the like Dave Chappelle is one of my favorite comics, comics ever. And his special, they booed the shit out of him. Like, you know, all the reviews, they killed him on reviews. It had a 99.4% audience rating. Isn't that who we're worried about, the audience? Right. Not some fat white guy in a suit reviewing everything. You know? Right. So Who's trying to take every word you say and turn it around? Correct. Yeah. Don't, don't ever – people need to stop analyzing comedy. Because like you said before, it's taking something negative and making you laugh about it and forgetting that it's negative. Right. So if I do push the envelope a little bit, if I talk about gays or blacks or deaf people, I'm not saying that, you know, fuck the deaf or fuck the blacks. I'm just talking about shit that's in everyday life and I'm bringing it to the surface. And I'm making comedy out of it. That's all we do. Right. But I hate that shit, man. Those Everyone throws around the, the race card, the gay card now. I, I mean, it, it, it's it's crazy. Like, I, had I had an argument the other day with a, with, a, with a gay guy that apparently said he was a fan. He said, um, um, oh, I do this thing where Uncle Vinny doesn't say transgender. He goes, you know, these transmission people get fucking crazy. 
goes, how dare you crush the transgender community? I said, I didn't even know there was a community for them. I really, I think it's, it was, it was recent. So I said, let me ask you a question. And I love getting ignorant people like that and put them into a corner. I said, do you, do you back up the bisexual community? And he goes, yes. I go, you have bisexual friends? Yes. Well, last time I checked, bisexual means two. So you're actually just basing the fact that there's two sexes. So who, who are the transgender? He goes, fuck you. And he just, that's it. I mean, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for making you go against yourself. Well, speak, speaking of racist comics, uh, yeah. we actually have, have here? our co-host, co an Italian-American from uh, Youngstown, Ohio, Mark oh, Riccadonna. Come on in. <laughs> Mark had a meeting. I usually do the show with Mark. Uh, yeah, right. I had a meeting. I had a great pitch meeting for a show I'm pitching on TV called uh, Drinks, Jokes, and Storytime. Wow. It's nothing like this one. It's oh, nothing man. like this one. And my co-host on it is uh, Jim Belushi. You so bastard! It won't resemble nice. nothing oh, fuck this Richie. show. Hold on. Hold on. I think it's that. Is it the hat? You're a little oh, better. Oh, yeah, you're better. Oh, uh, there we go. You're better. Look, I love your background. Ah, yeah. Thank you. I mean, I, I, you know, I was watching like Joel doesn't give a shit about his, but I was, <laughs> and you might as well be in a fucking stray jacket in a padded room, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, you know, you know Joel. You know, all these late night guys, they decorate them. So I was like, what can I get? So I'm like, I got, I got a clock. I got, I got a, a, a trophy. I got a, I'm inverted. I got a trophy for a comedy show, uh, Super Bowl Sunday. But I'm like, what else can I get? I got a lot of kid shit. That's me too. I'm in my wife's closet. Uh, I put, great artwork. I put up a Jimi Hendrix and a Doors poster. Yeah, great. And a nice uh, little Listen, the other day I went baby. live to test it, and I had the camera like this. And some guy goes, wow, you must be doing well. I go, why? He goes, you got a fucking cash counting machine behind you. I went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Only for singles. My daughter has an ice cream stand outside. Oh, I thought you were going to say your daughter started dancing. I was like, no. Well, oh. I mean, today we did have a TikTok, but no. Both of which she'd go out and earn her own. <laughs> so, so, Anthony, we, we, we got one more. We got one more. Let's show the, the other one that we have of Anthony and we'll talk yeah. a little more. Yeah, show every clip that I was going to post this week. Go ahead. <laughs> Anna. Yeah, it's me. Why are you calling me from the basement? Because I want to tell you, the doctor just a call. He said I got the coronavirus. Son of a bitch. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. But me, daddy. But I'm going to tell you, I got it. Oh, my God. Are you going to drive you to the hospital? No, he said I don't got to go to the hospital. He telling me I gotta keep myself isolated for two to three weeks. I cannot go next to nobody, and nobody can come next to me. So when you gonna isolate yourself for two to three weeks? Well, I told the doctor we got the basement with the kitchen, the refrigerator, the bedroom with the shower, and we got a food. So he said I can stay in the basement by myself for three weeks, and that's no problem. And what are you gonna eat? I got a couple of things over here. I'll be okay. I just to make some chicken cutlet. You want me to bring you some down the stairs? But you can't come downstairs. You're going to get sick. What's the matter with you? What if I leave the chicken on the top of the steps so you come again? Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, so whatever you make me, leave at the top of the steps and I come and get it. Thank you. Okay, you want me to also make you some espresso? Okay, make me a nice big pot of espresso so I got it for a couple of days. Okay. 
Vincenzo. Oh, Vincenzo, what happened? Ma she believed in me. Ma get the hell out of here. Yeah, she's gonna leave me alone and no break my balls for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, man. That's really great. And uh, did, you, did either of you guys or any of you guys work the uh, club in Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio? The uh, <laughs> your character that's on the couch. Looks yeah. exactly like the owner. Exactly. <laughs> Can you imagine I if love you. And, it, and it's a spitting image with the big eyes and everything? I go, holy shit, am I getting food for this? <laughs> you show up. People are getting plastic surgery to look like your characters. <laughs> Anthony, when, uh, when we worked together in March, um, I had just come off doing warm-up for a show, and uh, we were even talking like, this thing's nothing. This thing's nothing. Yeah. And it turned into such a big thing. And I don't know about you guys, but for like the first two weeks after all this went down, every day I thought I had it. Like every day, like I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> and I got to tell you, bro, all I thought about was you because I knew you had the baby at home. Yeah. And I get the first, I, first thing I think was, oh my God, I'm sick. And the second thing I think was, oh my God, Anthony was using my phone. <laughs> yeah, when you weren't looking, I was wiping the shit out of my hand. <laughs> he was trying to get me. What was it? it was something with um your Facebook page sharing, or your, sharing sharing your special or something? Or sharing my special. That, and and he's trying to tell me how to do it. And you guys know. <laughs> uh, did you just see how he just plugged himself again? You were trying to teach. That's right, my special. <laughs> Anthony, those are great <laughs> characters. Speaking of my special. That's right. I, um... <laughs> burned out. You can find it on Vimeo. <laughs> when I went back, I went back, Um, I think, the Tuesday before Easter, which was canceled. Um, and we filmed in front of the empty audience, but you had the camera crew there. You had James there. James looked like the fucking carry. He looked like Marty McFly in back to the future when he wears the hazmat suit. I, oh, I mean, really? What the hell are you wearing? I mean, he was protected. Um, wow. but I got nervous because we were exposed and I'm watching the news and I'm bugging out. So when I came home for the next three days, like, dude, I, there was one night I had a panic attack. Because I felt like I was having trouble breathing. And I was up till four in the morning. Dude, I was breathing in a paper bag. I was bugging out. And I was checking my temperature. Oh, it, this shit is bugging you out. And then, listen, I tell everybody, don't watch the news. Just don't watch it. They, they, they have their own agenda. You can't, the media is all fucked. The media, right. listen, people are dying. And I feel bad for everyone that's going through this. I mean, a couple of great people lost their lives this week that I knew. Um, Sorry. But it, it's, they're, they're, they want fear. They, I mean, I just read this article, and if you haven't read it, you got to read it, um, about Sweden. So everybody gave Sweden shit because they chose not to go on lockdowns. They told yeah. everybody, live your life. And they were weeks away from what they call herd immunity, where people are becoming immune. Listen, when I was a kid, 
I got dirty. I put my hand in my mouth. My mom was like, oh, he'll shower and, and take a bath later. He's six years old. He's going to get dirty. People don't realize the more germs you expose yourself to, the stronger your immune system gets. Yeah. I don't get yeah. it. That's a, the George Carlin bit. He used to Correct. die in the it's sewer. He was germs. never sick in a day in his life. Bubble, as soon as someone sneezes on you, you're dead. Your body's not used to it. So people in, in Sweden, they're becoming exposed. Now, yes, they're, they're protecting the elderly and protecting the people with underlying conditions, but they're also weeks away from herd immunity where all these people are going to be immune. Now, their only worry is how long are you immune till? One guy goes, well, that's well. they're not immune forever. They're immune for two years. Well, isn't that a, as much time as we need for the vaccine, asshole? Right. So it's like, it's what great do, we, point. do we shut down completely? Or do we, if you feel healthy, do you go out there and expose yourself? Let me tell you something right now. I'm on the verge that if you have coronavirus, I, I want to lick your face right now. <laughs> okay. If, 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 if let me show you where I got coronavirus. <laughs> we got a hot take. Hot take Wednesday with Anthony Rodia. He wants to lick your face. It's crazy. It's it's how how much longer? Now they're talking about May fifteenth. How much longer until people feel like they don't have rights anymore and they're controlled by the government? It's starting to happen. It's starting to happen. Come on, people. Not so much in New York, but it's starting to happen. Their houses, their businesses. I mean, thank God. Me and my, you know, me and my family, we're, we're good. I, I mean, I, I was always, you know, my father, oh, you know, making sure you got at least a one-year bill in the bank. Then you <laughs> fucking enjoy yourself. They, and I always said, no, fuck you. No, now, yeah. I mean, if he would have said it because it got for the pandemic, I would have thought he was partial psychic. But it's <laughs> it's it's how much longer do you think people are going to stand for this? So they need to give us – I'm sick and tired of every day you watch and they tell you the numbers. 4,500 dead. Tell me what the fuck you're doing to stop it. You're telling me nobody can cut some red tape and expedite the vaccine? I don't think they know what to do. They don't. They, uh, that's the yeah. problem. I think they're completely baffled. And, I, you know, it, it, I, it, I really think the whole idea of people having um, having to be quarantined isn't that the, the virus is going to go away. It's allowing hospitals to catch up. Because yeah, they're, but if they're you look at it, hospitals aren't even backed up. They're not backed up. You haven't heard of one hospital that's actually backed up. They're busy, but they're not at 95% capacity. But yes, that I agree with you. If you let everyone out, yes, everyone, everyone. Oh, what just happened? <laughs> Who was that? Hold on. What the hell? Had, hold on. You guys still see me? There we go. My father calls. my computer, so you guys went away. Oh, I, I, he probably... He probably saw that you were on a call and wanted to. Yeah, call. I'm gonna call him right now. I don't agree with what he said about me. I told you one year. I get why people are staying in and why you have to stay in, but how long do you have to stay in until they give us an answer of what they're doing? It's like, okay, the vaccine. Then you get people that listen. You have people out there that are against getting vaccines. What are you gonna do with them? Yeah. Eventually, no. people are going to have to be listen. Even a vaccine. What's a vaccine? It's putting the virus inside your body so your body can build immunity. But what I don't understand is why can't they take all these people that survived it and take their blood and analyze it for antibodies? I'm not a scientist. I'm a comedian. But when 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 you get exposed to some, your body creates antibodies. Why can't they? Do, you're telling me you can make a fucking iPhone 11 that takes better pictures than a Minolta or a Nikon, but you can't create antibodies? Seriously? Wow. You got DoorDash. You got people delivering McDonald's. I never thought I'd see the day. You can't create <laughs> yeah. antibodies? That's lazy. It is. DoorDash the antibodies. <laughs> well, you know you've hit rock bottom when you fucking call 
for a double DoorDash. You contact the <laughs> DoorDash guy. I'm like, hey, what's up, man? Uh, listen, I know you're you're going through DoorDash right now, but um, if I if I Venmo you like an extra twenty, you think you could pass by Ralph's Italian Ice and pick me up an orange sor- a sorbet? Shut up. And he's like, yeah, no problem. I'm like, you're the man. I'm hitting him up like a drug deal. I'm like, I'm gonna leave my twenty dollars on the step. I don't know where you've been. All right. <laughs> Is it a large? Is it a large? Oh, give me that. Give me that. You, I call my DoorDash guy and tell him to pick me something up on the side. I'm like, yo, you want to make some side money? Can, can I say that I wrote Anthony the other day and I said, hey, man, do you want to talk about this a little bit before you come on? He's like, nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Open door policy. Go ahead. Like when I went on Fox 5, I told Rosanna Scott on him. I said, Open door. Open door. Well, I realize no one knows that much about me yet. Wait right. till I get bigger, and I'm like, open door. I'm right. going to be on Channel 7 or, or The Tonight Show, and Jimmy Fallon's going to go, well, you told us it was an open door. Um, do you want to talk about that bubble bath your uncle forced you to take in 1986? <laughs> <laughs> who told you that? My mom? My mom? It was a rubber ducky. I thought everything was safe. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know that it was supposed. To, we were playing Battleship with his with his penis. I didn't. That's when it's going to bite me in the ass. Right. What? So, uh, a lady just goes, "I'm done. The f word is not necessary." Really? Uh, yeah. That's- See, I mean, Josephine, <laughs> calm down. The f word's not necessary. This is the, like you want to flip me out. That's how you flip me out. The All f right, word's not necessary. What do you say when you're in bed with your husband? Oh, sexually intercourse me harder. That's boring. <laughs> and, and who <laughs> is- when you stub your toe? On something you oh Jiminy Cricket no you oh fuck like come on I'm expressive I'm Italian you got these people that what do you do all day you don't curse I didn't get into road what do you do you just you know you're so calm your life is so perfect you let people cut in front of you dude go ahead go ahead go ahead you're one of those Dude, your your fans, your fans are literally getting like what you said. You put up the comment, and your fans are going, "Fuck, fuck, 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 fuck!" Get out of here, lady. Beat it. I my love favorite my is is the more Italian the name, the meaner the shit is. Right. No, it's it's I don't understand. It's it, listen. If, back, if you're watching this right now and you're sitting there with a clipboard counting all the curses, you shouldn't be watching anything that has anything to do with comedy. Okay. Go to your den in your living room, gather your family around, make a nice thing of Oreo Redenbach or popcorn, and watch Steel Magnolias the whole night on repeat. Seriously, why are you watching comedy? Watch my girl. I'm going to make you cry when I'm saving stuff. Why are you oh, the corona's kicking in now. What you think about Aunt? What do you think about the podcast last night? Ah, sixty-eight fucks. You are a loser. <laughs> I believe. I believe we're over a hundred. Can I just say that every show we do a drink and a, and a joke? We talk about it, what we're drinking. And I'm not exactly sure what you're drinking, but I'm pretty sure it's an energy drink, my friend. No, it's Spike <laughs> Seltzer. It's Spike Seltzer. Oh, it uh, is? Really? You're getting white girl drunk. I, wow. I, I'm a white college girl. Nobody's right? going to figure you later. I can't say white seltzer without sounding flamboyant. It's um, it's, it's berry lemonade. It's phenomenal. <laughs> it, it's, yeah. Everyone's – now everyone's typing. <laughs> Fuck. I just came from you know a Oh, that's another term that I, I used last night. It's trending. Eat a dick. So, oh, okay. I was wondering I, what so many people saying eat a in, dick. In, in, out, of, out of respect for Josephine, I have a poem for you. <clears throat> fuck, fuck, fuck a duck. 
screw a kangaroo, uh, finger an orangutan, an orgy at the zoo. Does that bother you, Josephine? Like, no, we're in quarantine. You t- oh, that's another thing. You're in quarantine with kids and you're not cursing? That means you're on Xanax. Hey, I'm hey, uh, you take it. Shout out to Jimmy Cano. Uh, he's a yeah. he's a Corona survivor. He he was uh, our guest last week. He he just goes fuck. That's it. <laughs> God bless you for surviving, and God bless you for not being in my seat right now, where I have to stare at Joel. And I just realized, do you have a do rag on? No, <laughs> no, it's no. A, it's a, he's he's auditioning <laughs> for Oz. He's going to get a time machine and go play Red When you made fun of the wall, he put a hat on because he thought it had a color. I know. I know. No, don't, don't. So one, one of his, one of his fans go. Joel, Joel matches his, uh, his background. He does. You do. You look like a flowing head right now. Holy shit, John and Nobby. Why don't you slow down the John needs to get back to work. If, if, I love it. real quick. Nicole, Nicole Evans just wrote for my first comment ever. That's going to be the new talk radio. Long-time listener, first-time commenter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, listen. My thing, uh, all right, I, I do curse. I curse because I'm passionate. But if I go see a comic and every word is F, right? I do. But I don't curse that. You're going to hear F, but we're adults. Why do we have to censor ourselves? Like, there are words that I'll never use. I don't use the C word, and that's on both male and female gender C words. I don't say it. I just, it just like, it, eh, like if chinchilla, listen, though, some words are just supposed to be used for the bedroom. Well, uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's foreplay for you. Not, right. not a word it's for usually stage. My wife calling me in, in, in an angry demeanor. It's not even sex. <laughs> One of your fans, uh, Anthony just said, uh, Conchetta, she said that, uh, there was a study done in a, a, a bunch of studies where those who release profanities are mentally healthy. Correct. Wait, those are what? Those that are there are study done where those who release profanities are one thousand percent. That study was done by Dr. Vinny Gumbats. No, if if you look, I looked it up. One lady was like, "You know, you're gonna die earlier if you curse a lot." So I was like, "Wait, what? Hold on, hold the phone." So I googled it. You actually are healthier and less stressful, and you you have less stress in your body if you use profanity. You let it out. These people that never curse. Oh, they're gonna explode. They're all bottled up. They're like a shaking bottle of seltzer. They're gonna pop. Like seriously, that person, that, that lady that was was offended. And here's another thing: you got balls, though. I gotta give them to them. You got balls. You're in a room that's enjoying a show, and you you tell me not to. Uh, you complain. F uh, Just chill out. Save the comment for yourself. Write it down on a piece of paper. Read it to your family. I'm with Susan on this. Funny is funny. It doesn't matter what language you use. Because I love a lot of clean comics. There's a ton of funny ones. And I, I, love I, I, love, um, I love Kevin James. I think Kevin James is one of the funniest guys out there. He just can't, he can't help himself by, by not, he can't be not funny. But Kevin yeah. doesn't curse. Mm-hmm. And I like it. But then again, I love Eddie Murphy. I love Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. I love, you know, Andrew Dice Clay. I mean, I love edgy, but I also love funny. Funny is funny. If you, but you yeah. do make me laugh. There, That's all I care about. They feel like they could push that X factor by cursing and being raunchy. Like, see, raunchy, I don't do. I'm not going to sit there and be like, yay, so this bitch was on a knee. You don't need to be raunchy or push the X factor. If you do, you have to be funny. You have comedians out there that try to do it and like they'll either yell the whole time or curse the whole time. 
where's the punchline? There has to be a punchline. Yeah. You know, but if you're watching comedy and you're only paying attention, like to count F-bombs, you would have to sit there and go, I'm going to see what this language is all about. I'm going to see how these people were raised. You shouldn't be watching comedy. You're missing right. it. You're missing the boat. So, Anthony, before we let you go, uh, what's next for you? Where, where do you see yourself? Oh, quarantine, day 48. <laughs> what's next for you, A new wall? Stupidest question ever. What's next for you? Same thing as you, fucker. Nothing. That's like, that's like somebody calling. My boy calls me up. He goes, yo, I got that. Um, I got a couple cigars. I want to drop them off. Uh, you're going to be home tomorrow? I go, go to hell. <laughs> Where do you think I'm going? No, we're actually flying to Aruba. <laughs> I'm sorry, Joel. That was rude. What was the question? Uh, no, where, where do you see yourself in like three years, five years? Like what? What? what uh, any, any exciting things coming up? In quarantine. Uh, no. Um, all right. So before I start, I just want to respect you and your beliefs and just praise be to Allah. Um, but um, <laughs> the other way. Joel, don't get shanked <laughs> after the show. And just start praying. It's bugging me out. <laughs> so now you look like you work in the mailroom. All right. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, where do I see myself three years from now? Um, so I, I'm, I'm crazy when it comes to this, man. I, when I started comedy and when I got back into it, when I decided to leave my job, everything is, I have goals. Everything is goals. Um, in a, in a year and a half, I have 18 months and 18 months I see myself selling out MSG. So I want to be a household name and one of the biggest names in comedy in the next year. Um, and I mean, listen, I'm a numbers guy. I left finance. Uh, I, you know, like I said, March 11th, I was at a total. And when I say total, I mean, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, I was at a total of 198,000 followers. Um, this morning we're at, I think, 568. So if the numbers keep growing, I always said you could sell out any any state. Any uh, You could sell out a show at any state up to 700 to 1,000 people if you have over 300,000 followers online. So hopefully that just keeps growing. But yeah, 18 months. Well, and myself. also with social distancing, you don't have to worry that much. That's much less people can go into Madison Square Garden. Yes, yes. The capacity is going to be 60. Like 500 is going to be a sellout. <laughs> Anthony Rodia sold out seven shows this week at Madison Square Garden with a total capacity of 6,800. <laughs> that that being said, Richie Burns special is available. It's available on <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, well, with the social distancing, my special is on Vimeo, and that's uh, <laughs> why it's called Shameless. Shameless promotion. You should have <laughs> fucking uh, sporadic plugs by Richie Burns. Sporadic. <laughs> like, like he's like, like he's getting so into it. Sporadic. He's like, hold on one second. I think someone knocked on the door. Hello. Where can I get the special? It's on Vimeo. <laughs> you know what's funny about that? I am the last person that I thought anyone would ever make fun of about that because I hate doing it. And I that's, know, that's why, why I'm doing it. That's why I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm making fuck fun everybody, of you. Especially that fucking Josephine Primus. <laughs> he shouts out her whole last name. He's got a name. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Badger, so you see Richie on charges tomorrow. <laughs> hey, man, we appreciate having you on, man. It's a blast. You got to come on again. Yeah, thanks. Whatever you guys want, dude, I'll be home. Yeah, <laughs> hey, we're here every night, Monday through Friday, 8 o'clock. Every we night. Have great guests. Uh, tomorrow night, we got Janine Lamana, Broadway star, on our showbiz uh, Thursday. Nice. And Friday, who we got Friday, Mark? 
Craig Gass. The great Craig Gass. Next week is a great show, great week of shows, too. Anthony, couldn't thank you more. No, listen, this is going to have you back, brother. Can't wait to see you in the clubs again. Hopefully, Amen. 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 later. You guys, you guys be safe. And anytime you want me on, just let me know and I'll be home. All right, listen, when we sign off, stay in the back. Stay in the back. Don't, stay don't, on, think don't we're leave not. studio. In the back of my basement, or just don't touch anything. Don't touch anything. <laughs> stay in the back. And we got Anthony, you. I'll have you on with. We uh, pay you. I'll have you on with uh, Jim Belushi on our new show, Drinks, Jokes, and Storytime. <laughs> It'll be a lot of fun. As long as it's not Ellen DeGeneres, you bastard. <laughs> with, a, with an old Ellen DeGeneres. Is she is she really coming on? No, no, Mark, no, no. Mark, I I think Richie looks like an old fat Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> All I, right. I think you, like, I, honestly, listen. I'm pretty decent with faces. Like, like Mark. I've never met you, but you look like the American version of Cheech and Chong. Um, <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm with, look, my brain's weird. Like, obviously, Soul Joe's. You now he's back to Muslim. He was in mailroom. I think Richie Burns looks like if Hulk Hogan never wrestled. And was, <laughs> <laughs> it looked. Oh, oh, he took another path in life. It was like, I think I'm going to be an accountant. And <laughs> Hulk Hogan, the roofer. <laughs> All right. That's tricks, jokes, and storytelling. We'll see you guys soon. Thanks. Last call. Thanks for listening to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. Oh, man. <laughs>